You're listening to an episode of the Life Equals Choices, Choices Equal Life podcast with your host, Kim Olver. This is Kim, and welcome to the 142nd episode of Life Equals Choices, Choices Equal Life. If you liked today's episode, be sure to leave me a review wherever you listen to your podcasts and share with your friends on social media. Just don't forget to tag me at Olver International. Happy New Year. Today, I'm excited to share with you some things I've learned about goal attainment. I often get the comment from people, I don't know how you do all the things you do. Sometimes I'm not sure I do either, but I know that my goal attainment process is a big part of how I fit what I do in a day. I wanted for this podcast to be set right around the new year when many of you are reviewing your past year and preparing to set your goals for 2023. Do you use this time of year for reflection? You can, of course, do this goal setting at any time of the year, but there seems to be some special energy happening as the calendars are turned over into a new year, a new beginning. I'm sure you've heard, new year, new you. Are you as successful as you'd like to be with attaining your goals, or do you find that you do well for the first couple of weeks of a new year, but fall off after a few weeks of concentrated effort? When I began my business back in 2004, I knew I wasn't going to make it if I didn't have an excellent process for setting and attaining my goals. I studied some of the greats and created my own process that works quite well for me, and perhaps it can for you too. Today, I want to share some of my tips and processes for having a successful year. I hope you find something that can help you at least do incrementally a little better in 2023 than you did in 2022. I want to start with the simple process I created for doing your reflection of 2022 and then your goal setting for 2023, and then I'll supplement with some of the information I share in my goal attainment ebook, which is available on my website and on Amazon if you're interested. So the five steps are relax, reflect, rejuvenate, renovate, and remind. My good friend, Marcus Gentry, is the king of literation, so I decided to try my hand at it. Let's dive into each one a little bit deeper, and when you're ready to begin, start with relaxing. In order to optimize your thinking processes, it's helpful to be relaxed. I recommend some mindful meditation to begin your planning session. Anchor yourself in the here and now. Ground yourself and focus on your planning process. If you've already made your New Year's resolutions or your goal setting, consider being a bit more strategic with your annual planning this year by following this process. Next, go into reflection. Before you start to set your goals, it's helpful to review where you are now and the progress you've made so far. If you begin to beat yourself up for not making the progress you think you should have, put the brakes on and be kind to yourself. If you have something you want to do, you have at least been thinking about it, perhaps researching it, and even talking to others about it. All of this is progress. Give yourself credit for anything you've done, including listening to this podcast. I find it helpful to look at where I started and see how far I've come, rather than looking ahead to all that has yet to be accomplished. It's also important to remember this anonymous quote. People tend to overestimate what can be done in one year and to underestimate what can be done in five or 10. 
what that means is you'll probably plan too much to get done in 2023. That's pretty normal. You can always add things to your list for next year, but you want to focus on getting as much done as you can. And at the end of five or 10 years, you'll be surprised how much you got done. Rejuvenating is next. This is about doing something that rebuilds your energy. If you're serious about making changes in your life, it will be much easier to do when you're feeling energetic and optimistic rather than feeling exhausted and beaten down by life. Make time each day to do something you love that replenishes your energy. It could be as simple as one minute of box breathing, a quick break to work on a puzzle you have out, or a couple minutes putting on your favorite dance music to move your body. It's one of my favorites. Be sure to put yourself on your own to-do list every day, if only for a couple of minutes. When you can afford more time, take advantage of it and do something for yourself that's even more meaningful. Get a massage, read a book, take a walk, or anything else that rebuilds your energy. Renovating follows. I use renovating to talk about deciding what changes you want to make what goals you want to accomplish, and the steps you're going to take to get there. It's also helpful to write down the why of what you intend to do. If you want to lose weight and your why is so you can buy cuter clothes, that may not be a reason that will motivate you when you're losing the energy to stay your course. But if losing weight is so you'll be healthy enough to play with your grandchildren, that's one of my reasons, that will more likely be the reason you'll stay on track. You need to find the core motivating reason for you. It might help if you recognize what need or needs your goal will meet. For those of you who know choice theory psychology, you already know this. But if you don't, the five basic human needs are safety, connection, significance, freedom, and joy. Which one will be accomplished with the goal you set? evaluate how important that need is to you. So for example, with my goal of losing weight so I can spend time playing with my grandchildren, that's totally for me a love and belonging need. You might say that it's a fun need or a joy need. It is included in that, but the motivating reason why I do it is love and belonging or connection. And that happens to be my highest need. So that is an important why, because it's not only aligned with the goal, but it's aligned with what's most important to me. So evaluate how important your needs are and if your goal is in line with the needs that are high for you in 2023. If it is, you're on the right track. But if it's something you don't care much about, then you might want to dig a little deeper. If you don't have a reason, you'll likely abandon your goal before the calendar gets flipped to February. Writing down your reason why will help motivate you when your energy is fading or you just don't feel like doing anything. And finally, you need an accountability or I call it a reminder process. This is the step that often gets forgotten. You want to build a system to remind you of your commitments. This can be done by calendaring the steps you've committed to, engaging a reliable accountability partner, hiring a coach, or joining and forming a mastermind group. During this final step, it's important to remind yourself of that heartfelt reason you have for accomplishing your goals. Accountability can make the difference between being successful or not accomplishing your goals. 
Now I'd like to share some of the things I discovered in my research that helped me with my goal attainment that you'll find in my goal attainment ebook. I learned that engaging left brain as well as some right brain activities is helpful for me in successfully accomplishing my goals. I don't find great success using one to the exclusion of the other. Play with these activities yourself to see what works best for you. Some left brain activities include time mapping, setting long-term goals and working backwards to what needs to happen each year, month, week, and day to be successful determining the areas of your life you want to set goals for, and considering your strengths that will help you accomplish those goals, as well as the barriers you're going to need to overcome to be successful. Some right brain activities include affirmations, affirmations, visualization, meditation, and creating a positive attitude with high energy. If you're serious about accomplishing your goals this year, Surround yourself with other successful people, especially those who've already accomplished what you are trying to do. If you don't know anyone personally, do it virtually by watching people's YouTube videos or reading their books and articles. There are two things that seem to be opposites that I found can coexist. Being able to remain flexible without getting distracted by bright, shiny objects that might present themselves. Sometimes, especially when you're just starting out, you might need to chase the money. I know I did that in the beginning. There's realities like paying your mortgage, keeping the heat on, and eating. However, once you're more established, you need to be more discriminating about how you choose to spend your time. People always talk about time management, but that's a misnomer. You get the same amount of time anyone else does. You need to manage your priorities. While you might get paid to do a particular job, it may not be in line with your purpose, so don't allow it to steal time from you. Same goes for the toxic people in your life. Remember, saying yes to someone or something you don't want to do is simultaneously saying no to yourself. Have you developed your personal mission statement yet? Do you know why you're here and what you're meant to be doing? Early on, I created my mission statement, and it hasn't changed over the years. My mission is to help people get along better with the important people in their lives, including themselves, at home and at work. That leaves a lot of room for me to stretch out, but it also helps me draw boundaries with my time. It took me a minute, but now I can say, I'm humbled that you thought of me for your project, but it's not aligned with my mission, so I need to decline. Thank you for thinking of me. If you don't yet know your mission, perhaps you'd like to make that a goal for 2023. Additionally, I like to choose a word or phrase to summarize my year. In 2021, it was nothing happens to me, everything happens for me, with a big nod to Scott D'Alterio, who told me about that phrase. It actually served me very well. In 2022, my word was limitless, which helped me get my mind right about what is possible especially with mental freedom. And in 2023, my phrase is strategic preparation. This is to help me remember to plan ahead strategically to accomplish my goals instead of just doing what is next without much forethought. Do you have your word or phrase for 2023? I wish you great success in accomplishing your goals this year and may your 2023 be filled with love, success, peace, and joy. 
I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and remember to leave a review and share with your connections on social media. I also hope you'll join me next week when I'll be changing the topic from mental health to talk about mental freedom all month. It's what my 2023 is all about. I'm looking forward to it. Talk with you then. This has been another thought-provoking episode of Life Equals Choices, Choices Equal Life. To listen to past episodes, please visit our website at lifeequalschoices.com or listen wherever you download your podcast. And don't forget, remember to subscribe.